good evening or good night or whenever you're listening to this podcast and welcome to Blendertainment. This is the July 11th episode. Um, I apparently have not done one for about three weeks. Um, I'll let that slip up on me. I think my last one was like July 26th something um I would say that I took 4th of July off but truth of the matter is in the summer months you know since there's not a lot well not any new TV on um that's just kind of one thing that um gets cut out, that cuts out a whole lot of what I would talk about, and I haven't been to a movie theater since before the pandemic, however, I did see, um, let's see, um, I did watch, see if I can pull my movie thing up here, um, um, let's see, here we go, um, No Sudden Moves on HBO Max. I thought that was a pretty good, well, okay, maybe I didn't think it was too good because um, I fell asleep through like 20 or 30 minutes of it, but uh, (laughs) what I saw of it was a good movie. (laughs) Okay, see, um... I'm starting, um, okay, I'm, I'm 43, so, actually, I'm, excuse me, I'm 42, oh, and I'm a year older, apparently, I'm 42, and, um, I um, I don't have a problem going going to sleep places. I mean, not just everywhere, but um, I'm a nap guy, <laughs> and I have no problem taking naps at home. So, yeah, no sudden moves. That was... I'm sure that was a great movie. (laughs) Now, the parts I saw of it was good. Um, Will I go back and watch the rest of it? I might. I have... um, Let's see... I do have 
list here. Here we go. Um, the last movie I did watch and stayed awake for, by the way, um, was Wednesday Night, Michael B. Jordan, Without Remorse. That movie, wow. If you haven't seen it, I won't spoil it for you. I will tell you that you're going to be on the edge of your seat for the entire movie if you've not seen it. I had not seen it and he is really good. You know, I'll I'm not gonna go like um, Chad in that show, um, um, Chad, <laughs> which I still haven't seen by the way, that TBS show, um, I recorded the first season, what was it, eight episodes, still haven't watched it yet, but anyway, back to the movie, I really enjoyed, I, I really liked it, so, um, if you want to see a good, entertaining, pulse-pounding, seat-of-your-pants, why do they say seat-of-your-pants? What else would you, like, flying by the seat-of-your-pants? What would you fly by? I mean, I know, that's just, that's just, um, something you say for making something up on the fly. How did I get to talking about this again? Oh, yes. Without remorse. Watch that movie. See, I can get sidetracked really easy. And, um, let's see. I watched... Okay, since I've been with you, I watched The Pelican Brief. I know that was an old movie. What? 1993? But that was a good one. Um, In the Heights. I believe that was the last. I, I think I told you guys about that one. That's the... Well, that's the Lin-Manuel Miranda movie. Um, everybody, Well, everybody knows what it is. But um, I liked it. So... By my count, that is... Okay, I've kept myself a movie list. Uh, I originally titled it Quarantine Movies and TV Shows. And even after the quarantine ended, I just um, kept on making a list. Because I like making lists because I'm a dork. And I'm up to 47 most of those movies, uh, one or two, is, uh, let's see, no, they're all movies, 47 movies, in, uh, in, um, a year or more, so that's, so that's what the pandemic did to me, I'm a movie watcher now, although, um, 
you might say, no, you're not a movie watcher, you're a sometimes movie watcher, but you're a sometimes movie sleeper, or sleeper through or something like that, I don't know. Um, let's see, yeah. I don't have any other movies that I've watched. SPs were tonight or last night. I did not watch those. Um, I did see pictures of um, Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. They were at the SPs. They won. Um, they won best moment, best WWE moment at the SPs for their match at WrestleMania. And I saw their pictures, and well, first of all, congratulations to them for that. That was an amazing match. And if you haven't seen it, go on WWE Network. Excuse me, Peacock. WWE Network on Peacock, and check that out. It's a pretty great match, and they looked gorgeous tonight. Um, since the last time I've been with you, um, Conan O'Brien signed off on TBS. I'm gonna miss, well, I am missing watching Conan because I was a faithful watcher. He was on TV for, um, He was on TV for 27 years, I believe. Actually, say 27 years, 20, 2090. Yeah, that's right. 1993, he started on NBC. And he was, he started the late night show where Seth Meyers is now. And then, when Jay Leno left, there was the disastrous, I mean, oh, period of him hosting this night show. I think that lasted two months, maybe. And that was so bad, I reckon, that they wanted Jay Leno back. Jay Leno had retired. Well, we got Leno back and kicked O'Brien to the curb. I mean, kicked him out of NBC. And he was, I think, basically in exile until DBS picked him up. And he had a, a solid, good tenure on DBS. Now, he started his show on TBS was an hour show, just like his NBC show was. But then, he decided, I thought it was the network that cut him down to 30 minutes, but apparently it was him, and the reason it would come out later 
apparently the reason why was because maybe he was, I guess he was working on this HBO Max deal, and now he's got that, he's retired from TBS, he's not going to do the late night thing anymore, that's not going to be what he's doing with HBO Max, he'll be doing, I guess maybe he'll be doing a variety show, he'll be doing some Conan Without Borders shows, the same yet different, well, actually it's totally different, from what he has been doing. So I'm interested to see, um, I don't know, let's see, I don't know when that will start, let me look that up here, okay, let's see, what I'm seeing here is, oh, wait a minute, Hey, here's an article that said, oh, it was an 11 year run. Um, it says this article on popculture.com um, Conan Bryan's late night talk show. Conan on TBS might have been his 11 year run two years ago, but his best friend and longtime sidekick, Andy Richter, with the weird period with the show coming to an end, at least this iteration, exclusive to popculture.com, detailing his new audible original, the incredibly inaccurate biography of Andy Richter. I did not know this. Um, the comedian and TV icon admits that while the show's end doesn't feel quite real for him, there are no plans just yet to join O'Brien on the new HBO Max show, which I was under the impression that he wouldn't anyway be joining. Um, Andy says, I have no idea and there's no deception. There's no sort of like conspiracy to hide the truth. There's a difference of opinion and kind of like just not knowing exactly what the show will be, will be what has the best chance of being fun and working. Uh, let's see. So it sounds like... It sounds like this new gig will be... Conan alone. Um, let's say, um, while Richter is unsure of what's to come for O'Brien and his future and the future of his HBO Max show, he has been busy with his podcast series through questions with Andy Richter and is currently developing things, but he can't say what. Quote, nothing that I could say, nothing 
that I could really say anything about because it's not real, he said. It takes a long time for us even worth, even worth, even, even worth it to talk about anything, which I understand because um, when I was developing the idea for this podcast, I didn't know what it was going to be. I just knew the general idea. So I couldn't really say a lot because I didn't say I didn't know what I was going to talk about. I didn't know what the show was going to be. Back to the article it says Richter can currently be heard in the new Audible original audio book, the incredibly inaccurate biography of Andy Richter. Life Out Loud biography divided in chunks of his actual life, but turned into a humorous. humorous and oftentimes slanderous take on the comedian. That's, I've not heard that yet. Check that out on Audible if you'd like. And the Conan's HBO Max show, um, I guess will be coming later this year, maybe next year, there's not. I don't think there's a date to it. I didn't find anything. But, oh, and there is another thing. Um, this coming week, let's see. Okay, this week, looking at my calendar here, um, this week there is something on Hulu to watch. Um, this Friday is McCartney 321 on Hulu. Also this Friday, John Mayer's new album Sob Rock is released. Now that's not SOB like son of a no, not that. It's, um, you know, I heard the preview a couple of months ago. He released a four or five song LP. A little teaser, if you will. And it sounds like you're a fan of 80s pop rock, which I was because I grew up in the 80s. Check out that little five song LP and the whole album when it's released this coming Friday. So let's see, Friday at the McCartney Hulu documentary. We got the John Mayer album. And it looks like that is all that's on my calendar for this week. That 
yeah, that's all I know of as far as releases go. And next week, as I said, I will be back with Money in the Bank. Oh, now this is a big thing. For the for the duration for the duration of the pandemic. Obviously, I haven't had anybody. See, me and my friend Chris, we have been watching pay-per-views together for, I don't, I don't know when we started. I should have wrote it down. I think it was 2018, maybe. It's been quite a while. Or let's see. Pandemic was 2020. Could have been 2017, 2016. But anyway, um, COVID kind of put the kibosh on that. And our last pay-per-view we saw was um, the Royal Rumble before COVID hit. So that was, let's see, COVID hit in March of 2020, and the Rumble was January of 2020. So that would be January 2020. Oh, it's been 12, February, March, April, May, June, July. So it's been 17, this would be 18 months. But breaking he's coming for money in the bank, Sunday, so we're going to break our, um, we're going to break our year plus long streak of or a year plus long hiatus. Thanks, COVID. You suck. Kiss my ass. Um, <laughs> of that, and that's gonna be fun. It's always, it's always funner, funner. It's always funner. Come on, man. It's always more fun. You were like a stickler for English, and you heard you saying funner. Shit. It's always more fun to uh, watch a watch a pay-per-view with a friend because you know you got somebody who and you know likes the same thing you like. So they're watching the pay-per-view with you and it's pretty cool. I mean I've gotten used to you know during the pandemic, yeah. You had to get used to watching stuff on your own, doing stuff on your own. I've been kind of a loner anyway. Um, so the pandemic wasn't, as far as that goes, wasn't a huge adjustment for me. Um, I, um, I did... Before the pandemic, I did uh, 
grow apart with a former friend. Um, but, oh, well, that was all for that, all that crap that I went through, I guess, was all for the best. Um, I'll be honest with you, I still think of her from time to time. It's okay, it's a little bit of a bummer when I do that, but, um, that's just human nature, right? And then you think about all the crap that transpired and why you're not friends anymore, and I'm good. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's good to, um, it's good to purge the, um, Purge the bad out of your life. Uh, purge what you don't need anymore out of your life. And um, the pandemic brought me this podcast. Uh, I mean, I had the idea pre-pandemic, but I just never... I just never bit the bullet and said, hey, you know what, let's do this. Um, and then last November, I finally did it. And we're coming up on, let's see, November to December to January. February, March, April, May, June, July. This is month eight. Month eight. So, this is month eight, and November is, you wouldn't think, right around the corner, but uh, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Good Lord, it's four months away. So we are four months away from my one-year anniversary of this podcast. And speaking of anniversary... Well, first, what will I have in store for that uh, one-year anniversary episode? Well, you know, there might be a little looking back. Who knows what's gonna happen? But that's that's the that is in the in the that is up ahead, and I'm not gonna look that far ahead right now. I'm gonna keep going with uh, what um, I will try to live in the now what's coming up next not what's coming up in the next few months and what's coming up next like I say next week is Money in the Bank I will be on I will be on next week with my Money in the Bank wrap up 
hopefully you guys will tune into that. And as far as anything else this week, I really don't have anything. Um, I told you that the John Mayer Sobrock comes out this week. That's um, that is likely going to be my music pick for next week. And as far as my music pick for this week, um, I'm sure I have mentioned this before, but um, I'm still digging on Stacy Stone's. Well, actually, I did not. Actually, since I haven't done one, maybe I haven't mentioned the song, but uh, Bottle It Up by Stacy Stone. I'm still digging on that song. So, check that out. And also, something. Actually, I do have a late music pick. I ran into this today when I came home from Walmart. Which, hey man, going in stores now without a mask. Freaking awesome. I'm pumped. I'm freaking pumped. Anyway, the song. Um, okay, there is a new release from Cool and the Gang. Um, their newest. Uh, let's see, I've lost it. Shoot, I lost it. Oh, it's, um... Okay, maybe I need to cut that off so I don't get sued. Anyway, um... <laughs> It's, um, it's Pursuit of Happiness by Cool and the Gang. Uh, Pursuit of Happiness by Cool and the Gang. Check that out. And it looks like the album is Perfect Union. Let me, um, let me look that up right here real quick. You know, you would think that I have some um, cool music, like some intermission music for when I'm looking something up, but I do not. So, there you go. Okay, here we go. Um, getting this from pitchfork.com. It says Cool and the Gang announced a new album, Perfect Union, and Share a New Song, which I just played a little bit for you. Um, let's see. Um, cool and the Gang have announced their first new album since 2011. It's called Perfect Union. It arrives August 21st. 
via Omnifor Brujack Records. So there we go. August 21st. Perfect Union. Cool in the game. That is August 21st. Perfect Union by Cool in the Gang. Um, check that out if you are so inclined. And I'm guessing it'll be good because, well, I'm a fan, so I'm just uh, saying that it's going to be good because I've got a lot of. I've got a lot of Cool in the Gang. Well, maybe not a lot of Cool in the Gang. I've got some Cool in the Gang on my uh, on my Spotify. On one of my run playlists. Well, on one of my run playlists. Also on my random active playlist. Which I really enjoy listen to that because it's like the Garth channel on Sirius XM. It's got a little bit of everything on it. And I clearly enjoy a little bit of everything as evident by this podcast. And for God's sake, I called my last episode Bits and Pieces. So... Of course, I enjoy a little bit of everything, and who doesn't in their music and in their life? And that is Variety is the Spice of Life. Okay, with the cliches, Andy. (laughs) Um, Okay. That's it for the week. Um, I'll be back next week with um, with my money in the bank wrap. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna do something before I leave. Um, I'm going to. I will have this in my uh, no DQ column next week, but, um, what I'm gonna do right now is, um, I'm going to give you a little money in the bank rundown, like I said, in my no DQ column for next week, I'm going to give you my predictions so this will not be a predictions piece if you want that I suggest wait until my column next week in nodq.com shameless plug but right now going to talk about the Money in the Bank matches. Um, Well, first of all, former WWE champion, women's champion, Bailey, 
has suffered an injury during training and will miss nine, month of a- nine months of action, including money in the bank. Um, she was supposed to face... She was supposed to have an Iron Woman match for the SmackDown Women's title against Bianca Belair. Obviously, that match is off. Um, a replacement has been named. The replacement is Carmella, but that match will not happen at Money in the Bank. That match will happen on SmackDown this week before Money in the Bank. At least that's that's what I that's what I know right now. As far as Money in the Bank goes, um, the Mysterios and the Usos looks like they will go at it again for the tag team titles. And the women's money in the bank ladder match, Asuka, Naomi, Alexa Bliss, Nikki Cross, Liv Morgan, Zelina Vega, a returning Zelina Vega, and two more women to be announced. And I'm guessing, wait a minute, one of those women is Carmella. Okay, this has not been updated. Because one of those women is Carmella. There's still another woman to be announced. And I'm, I'm guessing that that woman is going to be Sonya Deville. I'm guessing that Sonya will be announcing herself. Because she, uh, she was not too happy with Liv Morgan. And I could just say that she was not... I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that they're going to have Liv versus Sonya at SummerSlam. And in order to further that storyline, Sonya has got to be in Money in the Bank, probably. Or she'll have a mystery person take out Liv and take her spot. Which, that could be her. Who knows? We'll see. And the Money in the Bank ladder match... Uh, Ricochet, John Morrison, Riddle, and Drew McIntyre from Raw, Biggie, Kevin Owens, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Seth Rollins from SmackDown. And like I said, not gonna tell you who's winning that, who I picked to win that match. You're gonna have to check my column for that. And the Raw Women's Championship: Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair. Again, come hell or high water, they're going to give Charlotte Flair that title back. And I'm not here for it. I don't like it, but she's a Flair. So they they bow down to a Flair in that company, so it's fine, whatever. And Roman Reigns versus Edge for the Universal Title. And Kofi 
versus Bobby Lashley, or as Kofi calls him, Bob Lashley, <laughs> for the WWE title. Now, a lot of people are saying or wanting The Fiend to return at Money in the Bank. A lot of people said The Fiend was going to return at the previous pay-per-view. People just want The Fiend to come back. They don't care when it happens. I mean, hey, Alexa Bliss returned at, I believe, the last show. So, who knows? Maybe he does come back at Money in the Bank. But, I'm still saying... They're going to save him until SummerSlam. And there is one match that everybody wants to see at SummerSlam that I think is going to happen. I think we're going to see Roman Roman Reigns. Excuse me. I think we're going to see Seth Rollins versus Edge at SummerSlam. And there's quite the backstory to that. Which they've really they've already started delving into on SmackDown which is going to make that match which is going to make the storyline for that impending match if it does happen at SummerSlam or whenever it happens it's going to make that really really good I mean I cannot wait to see that but before that we got Money in the Bank um um, like I said, um, I could give my predictions, but I'm going to wait for my no DQ column, so check that out next, or this coming Friday or Saturday, probably Saturday, I usually do those Saturday morning, so check that out, and check out my next podcast, my Money in the Bank post pod, and I'll be back with you then. Have a great um, Sunday now, and have a great week, and I'll catch you guys next week. See you later, or talk to you later. (laughs) Peace.